0: Welcome, this is Crime Noir, a true crime podcast, telling our stories. And I'm your host, Candice, and this is Case One, Relisha Rudd. Today I'm covering a case that's near and dear to me. It's the disappearance of Relisha Rudd. This case has touched me a lot, y'all, because... Relisha is from Washington DC and the, although I'm not a DC native, I do live in proximity to DC, so that has a huge significance to me. She's also a little black girl and she grew up in a vicious cycle of instability and poverty which didn't allow her family to get ahead in life, so that really hurts me that, you know, they're still in this cycle of despair. And also, she wasn't reported until 18 days after she went missing, and it wasn't even her mom who reported her. Not even a family member. Disgusting. Relisha also did not get the media outcry she deserves, so I just want to use my platform to talk about her and to get her story out. So let's just get to the facts. On March 1st, 20148 year old Relisha Rudd disappeared from Washington, D.C., By media accounts, Relisha is described as a beautiful, vivacious little girl who could light up a room. Prior to her disappearance, she lived with her mother, Shamika Young, and her three other siblings at D.C. General. If you guys don't know, D.C. General is a homeless shelter um, that housed hundreds of families, and at the time, it was the largest shelter in Washington, D.C. During this time at the shelter, Relisha and her family were befriended by Khalil Tatum, Khalil Tatum showed her special attention by offering her gifts. It was also reported that Khalil was befriending other young girls in the shelter by offering them gifts. And it was also noted that he never sought the friendship of young boys. And Khalil was often referred to as Relisha's godfather. In my opinion, this sounds like grooming, but we'll chat about that later. Khalil befriending Relisha and her family was a violation of company policy at DC General. DC General had a strict no fraternization rule for their employees. Any employee caught violating this rule was supposed to be terminated. In February, 2014, Shamika asked Tatum to take care of Relisha for her. Shamika indicated later that Relisha wanted to get away from life at the shelter, which was less than stellar. During this time, Relisha began missing school heavily. Her school was provided multiple doctor's notes signed with the name Dr. Tatum for a sickness. On February 25th, Relisha received her fifth unexcused absence. As a result, the staff at her school scheduled a parent-teacher conference to discuss support services to ensure Relisha would attend school. Shamika did attend. There are conflicting reports about the last time Relisha was seen. It's been reported that Relisha was seen in school on March 5th and March 7th. However, the last confirmed sighting of her is March 1st. On March 10th, school officials called a doctor Tatum and informed him that he would need to provide a medical reason and documentation for Relisha's absences. Tatum indicated that he was treating her for a neurological problem and that she would be discharged by the end of the week. After this call, Relisha missed an additional five days of school. All were unexcused. Meanwhile, her siblings continued to attend school. By March 13th, Relisha had 10 unexcused absences. According to D.C. law, schools are required to report truancy and educational neglect. The school reported the family to the Children and Family Services Agency, or CFSA, for educational neglect. Finally, on March 19th, a social worker called Tatum to arrange a meeting for them to talk regarding religious health and absences. Tatum did not show up to this meeting, and he left work in a rush before his shift ended. The social worker discovered that Tatum was not a doctor, but he was in fact a janitor at D.C. General. As a result, the school counselor notified the Metropolitan Police Department and the child abuse hotline. After this time, Relisha had not been seen in school for about 30 days. Finally, a missing persons investigation was launched. When Shamika was initially contacted regarding Relisha's whereabouts, she indicated that Relisha was with a quote-unquote Dr. Tatum at a medical conference in Atlanta, Georgia. She stated that they had left around March 8th and would be back around March 17th. There were multiple attempts to contact Tatum, but they all yielded negative results. His phone went straight to voicemail, and a relative of Shamika even went to his apartment to see if Relisha was there, but no one was there. Throughout this entire ordeal, Shamika maintained that Relisha was safe. On March 19th, Tatum and his wife checked in at the Red Roof Inn at approximately 10 p.m. with three other individuals. Eventually, the other three individuals left, and it was only Andre and Tatum in the hotel room. One unidentified witness returned um, approximately 5.40 in the morning on March 20th. The witness observed Andrea lying on the bed in the same manner police later found her. Tatum did not allow the witness to enter the room and eventually dropped the witness off at Southern Avenue Metro Station. Tatum had killed his wife just one day after Alicia was officially reported missing. He killed her by shooting her in the head. Investigators speculate that she never knew what was coming and most likely was killed in her sleep. During the investigation, footage was discovered of Alicia and Tatum in the Holiday Inn Express in Northeast Washington, D.C. on February 26. There was also footage discovered on March 1st, which was also the last day where Alicia was seen alive. She was seen walking into a hotel at the Days Inn on New York Avenue, with Tatum. She did not appear to be in any distress, but why is she in a hotel room with a grown man? The very next day, Tatum is seen buying trash bags, lime, and a shovel. For those who don't know, lime can be used to speed up decomposition. After this discovery, MPD informed the public that they cannot rule out the possibility of a homicide. After Andrea's body was discovered, a manhunt was underway. Where is Relisha? Why did he kill his wife, Andrea? Unfortunately, on March 31st, police found Tatum at Park and Aquatic Gardens dead from a gunshot. Tatum killed himself with the same gun he had used to murder his wife. To this day, Relisha has still not been found. There has been a lot of criticism regarding the disappearance of Relisha, as far as the investigation goes anyway. CFSA came under heavy scrutiny for failing to act sooner on Relisha's unexcused school absences and failing to remove Relisha and her siblings from a toxic situation. CFSA was not new to Relisha's family as Shamika had contact with them when Relisha was just one years old. CFSA learned that Shamika's children weren't being fed adequately, and her home was filthy. Relisha was possibly being physically abused as well. In 2010, social workers discovered that Shamika medically neglected one of her children, and she also often left them alone without adult supervision. This comes to no surprise to me because Shamika was also raised in the foster care system from the age of nine, Shamika was diagnosed with mild mental disability and spent quite some time in a psychiatric residential treatment facility as an adolescent. There's a lot of criticism surrounding Relisha's family, especially her mom, Shamika. Why don't you know where your kid is for 18 days? At least that's what I asked. Why would you forge doctor's notes for the janitor? And why isn't she out in the streets daily trying to get justice for Relisha? Like, I know if I went missing, my mom would be on the news every night trying to find me. Also, when Relisha first went missing, she was on Facebook in her pics flaunting a whole bunch of money. Like, your child is missing. You need to get in the game. Even the police were skeptical of Shamika. She was investigated by a grand jury for possible obstruction of justice due to her inconsistency in information she provided to the police. No indictments were issued in the end, and those documents remain sealed, unfortunately. Washington D.C. investigated the events that led to the disappearance of Relisha and found that there was nothing CFSA or Relisha's elementary school could have done to prevent her disappearance. Relisha's stepdad Shamika and her grandmother all appeared on Steve Volko's in October 2017, and let me tell y'all, it was a clown fest. A lot of finger pointing from Shamika to everyone besides herself. I can't put a lot of stock into what was revealed onto the show because it's considered entertainment. So who knows how factual all the information is. But Shamika made it a point to say that she didn't believe Tatum harmed her daughter. And she believed that someone else might have killed Tatum as he was found with two gunshot wounds. Steve Wilkos had Relisha's stepfather and her grandmother take a lie detector test to determine if they had any anything to do with Relisha's disappearance. They both passed their respective tests. However, Shamika refused to take any lie detector test. which what does that say to y'all? Hmm. Side eye. Shamika gets a lot of criticism from me personally because it doesn't seem like she cares about her child too much. I know if I went missing, like I said earlier, my mom would immediately notice and she would make sure that she was doing everything to keep my story in the news. So now I'm going to get into some theories surrounding this case. Um, I just want to start by saying I'm so happy to be covering this case because um, it sticks out to me for a reason. I, At the time that Relisha went missing, I was working at a homeless shelter, so it made it hit home just a little bit more. And just hearing about her missing for an extended period of time and her own family not really doing anything about it just tears me up and gets me upset because most parents, that love their children, would be tearing up the earth trying to get them. So I don't really hear about um, Shamika doing anything within the D.C. community, but if I'm wrong, just comment or, you know, email me or whatever to re-inform me. My personal theory is I believe Relisha Rudd is no longer with us, unfortunately. I believe that Tatum killed her shortly after she was last seen um, on the hotel surveillance on March 1st. I have pondered extensively why the police have not showed the footage of Relisha um, exiting the hotel. Um, they repeatedly cite that they will not release it due to a pending investigation. My personal theory, again, this is speculation. I believe that Relisha left that hotel after Tatum bought those trash bags in those trash bags. And that's what we'll see on the footage. Um, I think that's why they won't re- release it. And um, another reason why I believe that she's no longer with us is because why would an innocent man kill his wife and then himself? Did Andrea know what happened to Relisha and was going to report it to the police? This is something I've pondered for a long time, and I'd have to probably say, yeah. I have no idea where Relisha's body may be. I know that they search frequently for her body at um, Kenilworth Park. Uh, which is an aquatic center with bodies of water. I know Tatum spent quite a bit of time there while Relisha was missing. However, it'll be hard to say if Relisha will ever be found because he did purchase lime, which can speed up decomposition. I do believe that if Relisha is found, it will be by happenstance, and I stand firmly within that, and I hope that we can find her. What did his wife know that he wanted to silence forever? Did Andrea know what happened to Relisha and was she going to report it to police? This is something I think about a lot. Like, I want to know why he did it or why he killed himself and where is Relisha. Another theory that I've seen a lot on the internet, um, particularly like Reddit and some of Twitter, is that she was a victim of sexual trafficking. And I don't necessarily buy this one. Um, I personally believe that maybe something inappropriate happened to Relisha the last day she was seen alive, but not for the um, express purposes of sexual trafficking. I do believe possibly that um, Tatum sexually violated her, but I don't believe that it was some kind of organized ring or Or that Shamika sold Tatum to, um, or sold Relisha to Tatum. I don't necessarily believe that, but a lot of people do seem to believe that, especially since a few days after Relisha went missing, her mother was posting large sums of money on, um, her Facebook. So that could be a theory. I personally don't see it, but I do respect anybody's other theory about that, um, I This case is just really sad to me. And I hope that in our lifetime, we see some closure to this case, particularly her family. They deserve justice or at least closure, whether it be a body or some new discovery uh, regarding her case. I do know that they do actively search for Relisha at least once a year. So at least the police are still doing something about it. Um, July 11th is uh, Relisha Rudd Day in D.C., so that's just another fact about that case. And I think I'm just going to wrap it up, you guys. Um, I want to close with, if you have any information on the disappearance of Relisha Rudd, I encourage you to please contact the Metropolitan Police Department at 202-265-9100. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe to Crime Noir. And you can follow me on Instagram at Crime Noir, the podcast. I'm also on Twitter at CrimeXNoir. I will talk to you guys next week.